heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast with Jimbo and O'Brien. CNN is able to tell you now that NBA star Kobe Bryant was on board that helicopter and is now dead at the age of 41. Long run out by Kobe Bryant. Behind him. Oh! What did I just see? You just saw what Kobe does best, and that's bring people to their feet with a sensational play. Basketball great, a teammate, a husband, a father. Kobe Bryant will be remembered as all those things, leaving behind a legacy of excellence and determination both on and off the court. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. Oh my God. Yes, we won. We won the fucking Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We fucking won the fucking Super Bowl. Oh my God. Oh my God. And hello, stay tuners. It is me, O'Brien, and our good friend Jimbo here What's on up, a guys? solemn week. Uh, it's been a rough week for many people, and obviously with the news of Kobe's death, uh, plus his daughter and the other seven, seven. victims. Yeah. Um, you know, Kobe was a legend in my eyes, one of my favorite guys to watch, so we're bringing a special stay tuned episode a tribute to Kobe, so to speak. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. I mean, love or hate the guy, you know, he's like any prolific sports star. If you love or hate him, yeah. you know, you still got to have respect for his game. So, And I think um, before we really get all into that, like I, I got to bring up how me and you found out. And um, I don't know if you knew before I texted you about it, but even when I was texting you about it, um, I, I just didn't believe it. You know, yeah, it was shock. I'll tell you that much. I mean, for me, it was, I, I it was playing over and over, and I was on night shift, and it was mm -hmm. just, I, I still couldn't fathom that he was gone. Yeah, and, and the other thing too, um, you know, I brought up. I think I put on Twitter a couple times is, um, it just it, like a, a hellish, twisted, perverted nightmare because when it got announced that he was on that helicopter and he had passed away. It was maybe about an hour later is when the news broke that his daughter was on the plane, 13 years old, right. Gianna. Um, it just took it to another level for me. I mean, us as parents, you know, you just think about, you know, how, how, how could this happen to a young person like that? You know, and that's tough. She had a, she was starting a very prolific career in basketball herself. Yeah. Um, Kobe didn't have any boys. Yeah. Um, but it's been stated multiple times on how she was probably the closest thing to the next Kobe. Yeah. I mean, uh, did you see any clips of her playing at all? Yeah. I mean, even her fadeaway looked better than Kobe's. Right. You know, like it, some of the WNBA uh, right. women chimed in at also saying, you know, they were inspired by her. Which the you know. sad part is that's where they were traveling to. They were going to the Mamba, whatever he called the studio, yeah, Mamba like a, something. Like a, tra a traveling league right. or something. And they were on a way to the game for that, and mm -hmm. the plane goes down. Yeah. So it's tough. 
And I mean, from what we're hearing as far as the crash, it sounded like it happened very quickly. And hopefully, for their sakes, they didn't have to suffer at all because right. um, the story that we that we know so far is it was a very uh, foggy day, and the, which was odd. Yeah, they grounded yeah. other planes and stuff. So yeah. how he was able to take off was that's that's what I mean. Like there's. Sounds like there's going to be something like someone's going to get fired over this or right. charged. Um, but he was trying to get above the a cloud layer, and next thing you know, it just nosedived. They they figure about forty five miles an hour it was going about for a thousand right. feet. And to me, it had to be something. It's just my speculation that it's not like they ran into the side of the mountain. Yeah. So it wasn't visibility. So what caused? The helicopter to fail. Yeah, you know? and the other thing that came out too, and I thought this is very surprising. There was no black box on the on the helicopter. It, well, private private helicopter. I don't yeah. think it's needed. You know, I, I I think black boxes should be you know mandatory on whether it's private or or a public you know helicopter plane whatever. I mean, well, that'd be another conversation because you know I would say then well if it's private and you know. I'm not giving up my rights to be recorded. But we got to find out what happened. Why? Know? So we know for the future how to fix a problem. If it was mechanical, well, you know. Right, mechanical we'll do that through the wreckage and discovering the plane and logs. But my thing is I wouldn't say recording because the black box is there for public transportation because it's public. You're expected. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that's yeah, going to be my argument as far as that goes. Yeah. But, I mean, an NBA legend... Yeah, and I know there was others that died, and we'll get to that. Yes, um, I did see all week that people are up in arms and posting memes that you know there was other people on the plane too. Well, right, but no offense to anybody. If my aunt Gazelda died tomorrow, yeah, nobody's gonna care except me and people who knew her. Yeah, Kobe and his daughter have been known. Yeah, so people were it, it just angered me in a sense that everybody's like are you serious well of course kobe's getting the attention well yeah well no kidding and also you know you said you got you're, you're angered over that i'm actually kind of pissed off and angered at the people that said um basically you know screw kobe he was a rapist right because of the the court case that uh, right. a couple years back first now, off the, like well and right. like you, you always bring up when we argue is he's alleged you right. know okay yes did he pay off the girl to uh, dropped the lawsuit or whatever. Yes, you know it is known that he did pay her. Because... Well, he paid her a lawsuit. He didn't pay her to drop it. Yeah, B because that was she... after the court case was dismissed through charges. Yeah, he there was a settlement or whatever. A civil, like a civil lawsuit, right. or whatever. But again, like we always say, he was alleged. He was never charged. He was right. never found guilty. So Correct. the only two people that know what happened that night was her and him. Right, you know, so all these assholes out there are bashing Kobe for it. You don't know the whole story, right? You know, you weren't there. Anybody unless... could be accused at any time of anything. Exactly. I mean, so, but I, I didn't entertain those dumbasses. You know, right. but like I said, you seeing that day, you know, all the the poor, the uh, outcries of uh, condolences and stuff like that. Even my wife was like, she could see I was getting upset over it. And it was like, yo, I think it's time for you to take a, a break from Twitter and Facebook and all that just to kind of calm yourself down. But um, as far as the NBA going about, you know, kind of tributing, the All-Star game is, I believe, 
next weekend. Um, they're kind of changing the format a little bit of how it goes. Each quarter, at the end of each quarter, whatever team is in the lead gets a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand donated to a, a charity, right. and then the fourth quarter they're going to co- combine the scores back. Um, each quarter is going to be zeroed out for second and third, I believe it was. But how they're going to determine a winner is basically a game of 24. So if it's 100 to 95, whoever hits 124 first wins the game. Okay. And then donates money towards uh, Kobe and Vanessa's um, one of their uh, foundations that they have there. I mean, my heart goes out to Vanessa Bryant. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, they just had a baby, yeah. and she's Uber. struggling with postpartum and things like that. And mm-hmm. I know, being a father and going through it, that it's it's tough. Yeah. And to lose not only your husband but your daughter, I mean, it's just tough. My my heart aches, and yeah, I just really want to send my condolences to the Bryant family and all those families that were affected. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, you know, since you brought that up, um, LeBron James did a, uh, a statement or a eulogy, if you want to call it that. And we're just going to real quick play um, the clip for you. So, uh, before I get started on the, uh, the speech that I have, um, I want to acknowledge all the lives that was lost Sunday morning. Alyssa Altabelli, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli. Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Ara Zabanya, Gianna Bryant, and Kobe Bryant. Now, I got something um, written down. You know, they asked me to kind of stay on course or whatever the case may be, but Laker Nation, man, I would be selling y'all short if I read off this shit, so I'm going to go straight from the heart. Uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind, man, is all about family. And as I look around this arena, we're all grieving. We're all hurt. We're all heartbroken. But when we're going through things like this, the best thing you can do is lean on the shoulders of your family. And from Sunday morning all the way to this point, now I heard about Laker Nation before I got here last year about how much of a family it is. And that is absolutely what I've seen this whole week, not only from the players, not only from the coaching staff, not only from the organization, but from everybody. Everybody that's here, This is really, truly, truly a family. And I know Kobe and Gianna and Vanessa and everybody, thank you guys from the bottom of their heart, as Kobe said. Now, I know at some point we will have a memorial for Kobe. But I look at this, I look at this as a celebration tonight. This is is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be, 
Tonight, we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age, retired at 38, and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. Tonight is a celebration. Before we get to play, love y'all, man. Kobe is a brother to me, and from the time I was in high school, to watching him afar, to getting in this league at 18, watching him up close, all the battles that we had throughout my career, the one thing that we always shared is that determination to just want to win, and just want to be great. And the fact that I'm here now, means so much to me. I want to continue along with my teammates to continue his legacy, not only for this year, but as long as we can play the game of basketball that we love, because that's what Kobe Bryant will want. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, hit you home. Uh, you know, Kobe the athlete was tremendous. Yeah. He was uh, the MVP of the league in 2008. He was a two-time finals MVP, <laughs> five-time NBA champion. He made it to the NBA finals seven times. Holy shit. Yeah. He's a two-time NBA finals MVP and uh, a two-time scoring champion, an 18-time NBA All-Star. That that one right there is amazing. 18 times, like right. um, four-time NBA All-Star MVP. <laughs> so, uh, 12-time All-Defensive Team, and uh, 34 times he was Players of the Month throughout his career. Holy shit! Right. Um, some interesting facts about him is he played the most seasons. He's in the records for the most seasons with one franchise, uh, 20 seasons. And he's the youngest player to score 32,000 points yeah. at 36 years old. And, you know, times have changed, but he was also the youngest to win the slam dunk competition. And what's, you know, since you bring that up too, what's kind of eerie is uh, the one Laker player on the team this year asked him to help him with the dunk contest this, right. this year. And then uh, the day before the crash, LeBron James just overtook him uh, third, I think is on, on the scoring list. Right. And Kobe being Kobe called him up and congratulated him and, you know, well-deserved, you know, all the, all the good words that, that Kobe would say. Um, some other things that, I don't know if you've seen during the week uh, as tributes that players and teams have done over the week, uh, over this past week, Dallas Mavericks already came out. Mark Cuban already came out and said, no one is ever going to wear 24 for Dallas Mavericks. Like, so automatically Kobe's number is retired. And even some of the players are coming out saying that NBA needs to retire that number right now. Right. And not have anybody else do it. And some players are actually taking the initiative to change their, their number now um 
the Lord. Well, I mean, it shows the impact he had on everybody. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just a basketball player. He had more of an impact on everybody than just that, and that proves it. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's a heartfelt thing. I, I just, you know, talking about it right now, uh, how many days after, and I still can't fathom that we're talking about him in this way. Yeah. You know, he was most likely going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And rightfully so. I mean, two stats, you can compare him to Jordan. Three-point percentage, Jordan was uh, 32.7%. Yeah. Kobe was 32.9. And Jordan was another one that was very close to him, looked at him as a, as right. a son. Even he's, he's been visibly upset, too. The uh, field goal percentage between him and Jordan, Kobe finished for a career field goal percentage of 44.7. Jordan was 49.7. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always talk who was better, Jordan or... LeBron, but everybody forgets about Kobe. Oh, Kobe, yeah. So, I mean, the sports accolades are what they are. I yeah. mean, the Mamba will be somebody in my heart. I hated the Lakers. Yeah. But uh, I, I just cannot hate Kobe. And when it was finals, I mean, he was the reason why I would tune in to watch. Right. You know, not prolific I player. Mean, you know, Shaq obviously was a good player uh, at that time, and we know their differences they had. Um, but. It was because of Kobe. Well, like, you, know. you know, I watched a lot of interviews with Shaq this week, and they were closer than led to believe. Oh, yeah. They were best of friends. I, I always thought the fallout was the, the real reason of their beef. And, you know, a lot of people think that they had this heated thing, but I'm telling you, they were best of friends, and uh, we're going to play a clip of Shaq later that explains everything. But, I mean, for me, my... You know, we all have those moments when we think of somebody, and I think of Kobe's retirement game where he dropped 60 yeah, and said Mamba out. Um, him being a Philadelphia boy going to Lower Marion. Yeah. I just, you know, maybe I'm biased, but I just, I, regardless if he's dead or not, I think he was a great guy. Yeah. Um, beside all the allegations. Uh, I, I always think that, like I said, people need to start putting Kobe's mouth in there as the greatest time greatest always too yeah and they don't so yeah. so before we go is the 60 point game your best memory of kobe or do you have a, another one my other one is the 80 point 81 point game where he, he came in for a second yeah um that was a prolific day and i mean there's a lot of moments with kobe i yeah. could go with but i'll tell you what basketball is not going to be the same without him no, and it's not. uh even being retired and the effect uh, I miss watching him play. And yeah. all I can say is thank you, Kobe, for everything. Um, I hope you and your daughter are resting in peace. Yes. And to all the other victims' families, I, 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 my deep condolences, I can't imagine. I know one family lost a mother, father, and a daughter. Yeah. Um, so my heart goes out to those kids that are left. And uh, just a reminder to keep your family close and love one another. You yeah. Know? Um. I gotta say my probably favorite memory of Kobe, other than the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl video, because I mean he's holding that baby. I'm thinking right. that baby's going through the ceiling pretty soon. Yeah, um, I like that too. Is he had his Achilles blown out, right? And he still made two free throws, right? I'm sorry, I must be a bitch. I be in the fetal position, <laughs> right? You know, and this guy was like, "No, I got these two two free throws because I knew he couldn't come back in." That was he, he that was Kobe out. though. His winning spirit and his drive to succeed was unreal. Yeah, um, he wrote a book, "The Mamba Mentality," and I'll tell you, I'm going to be reading it. Yeah, so, so I think that's uh, that's going to be it. Um, if you haven't heard Shaq's um, 
speech that they did on TNT. Right. Um, we're going to put it at the end here and you guys can listen, but man, you know, I feel, I feel for him too. Um, and you're going to, you're going to hear how close him and Kobe really were. So, uh, till, till, Kobe. Next, till next week, uh, this is your good friend Jimbo here. This is O'Brien. See you later. Well, as you know, it's already been the last couple months been really tough. Uh, lost my little sister. Haven't been sleeping. Haven't been doing the normal things I usually do. I work, we laugh, we kid, we joke. When I get back home and look at reality and say she's gone, it was just hurts. So the other day I'm downstairs working out with my son Shakir and my nephew Columbus. And my other nephew comes in crying and he shows me his phone. And I snapped at him. I said, man, get that out of my face. Just get it away from me. You know, we live in a world where anything could be photoshopped, anything could be hoaxed. I didn't want to believe it. And then I got the call from you, Charles, Kenny. Everybody called me. And then we found out it was confirmed. And haven't felt the pain that sharp in a while. 47 years old. Uh, two, lost two grandmothers. Lost a Sarge. Lost my sister. And now I lost a little brother. We, uh, our names will be attached together for what we did. People always ask about our relationship, and I tell them it's just like me and Charles. You got two strong-minded people that are going to get it done that way. We're going to say certain things. The respect will never be lost. But when it comes to be inside the lines and win, that's what me and him, that's what we did. That's what me and Charles, that's what we do. It was sort of like a triple, triple stabbing to the heart because after you cry and wonder about that, then I get back on the internet, Rick Fox is on the plane. So now I'm, I'm, I'm sick even more. I'm calling Rick, he's not answering. So now I'm, 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 I'm like, what's going on? And then the final blow. His lovely daughter was with him on the helicopter. You know, we, every time I saw his lovely wife and his kids, same thing I do with, with, with Kenny's kids and D-Way's kids, hi, my name is Uncle Shaq. I don't know if they know me as a basketball player, it doesn't matter, I just, hi, I'm Uncle Shaq, I try to make him laugh. And he would do the same thing. Sharif called me devastated and said, Kobe, just text me to check and see how he's doing. And he used to do that from, from time to time. You know, it just makes me think that in, in life, sometimes instead of holding back certain things, we should just do. D-Wade. Hold on, let's finish. Okay, go. We uh, we up here, we work a lot. And I think a lot of times we, we, we take stuff for granted. Like, I don't talk to you guys as much as I, as much as I need to. 
the fact that uh, we're not going to be able to joke at his Hall of Fame ceremony. We're not going to be able to say, hi, I got five, you got four. The fact that we're not going to be able to say, if we would stay together, we could have got ten. Those are the things that you can't get back. And with the loss of my father, my sister, and my thing, that's the only thing I wish I could just say something to him again. Last time I talked to him was when we were here and I asked him to get 50 and he got 60. It's the last time I spoke to him. And I just wish I could have, you know, so it, it definitely changes me. I have to, because I work a lot. You, you, you guys know what I do. I, I, I work probably more than the average guy, but I just really have to now just take time and just call and say, I love you. Rick Fox call, finally called me and said, man, I love you. B. Shaw called me. So I'm going to try to do a better job of just reaching out and just talking to the people rather than always procrastinating because you never know.